Welcome to Dr. Karen Health Talks. I am Dr. Karen. And I have been doing a series on mental health and the gut. It's a topic that I'm very passionate about and I want to bring you snippets of information that you can apply to your life straight away because we all want to not just have a healthy brain but to be able to support a lifestyle that supports our mental health because we don't get to talk about that very much. So this is my job in the next few episodes. Hopefully you've heard the episodes about the link between heartburn and mental health and constipation and mental health. Well, today's episode is on five foods to avoid for your mental health. None of these are probably going to surprise you, but the reason that they're bad for your mental health might surprise you. And the truth is there are foods that are great for our brain and there are foods that are not so great for our brains. So I'm going to talk to you about five foods that are not so great for your brain. The first one, sugary foods. Told you that this probably is not going to surprise you. So sugary foods and foods that have a lot of sugar. So you know what I mean. Sodas, certainly cakes and cookies and all that delicious stuff, but also fruit juices. If you've heard of me, any of my topics that I've done, often I let people know that I'm not a fan of fruit juice because juicing fruit takes all the fiber out and then it makes it much more impactful on our blood sugar. So sugary foods and foods that have a lot of sugar. So what does that actually do for our brain? Well, first and foremost, sugar actually feeds the bad bugs that live in our gut. Yes, our microbiome. And I love talking about the microbiome. These are the the trillions of microbes, that's bacteria and fungus and yeast that live inside of us and actually play crucial roles in every metabolic process in our body. It's an amazing new, fairly new discovery in medicine. Well, sugar actually feeds the bad bugs. And what we're trying to do with our microbiome is to have a diversity, kind of like in a rainforest, an ecosystem where all these different species play all these different roles and they work together synergistically for this optimal, amazing rainforest or this optimal ecosystem within us that's called true health. And there are certain bugs that we might call bad bugs or pathogenic bugs that are more disease-enabling, and those are the bugs that love sugar. And this is one of the big reasons that sugar is actually so bad for our brain, but also our body. Because when we deplete the good bacteria, because we have overgrowth of bad bacteria, that can set us up for leaky gut. And sugar gets into our gut and changes what we call our microbiota and does not allow for these healthy species to grow. So it kills the good bacteria, basically. And it also helps yeast to grow. And when we have bad bacteria and yeast, it actually creates a lot of inflammation in our body. Inflammation in our body goes hand in hand with leaky gut, which is inflammation of the small intestine lining. And when you have a leaky gut, you also have a leaky brain. 
So when you have inflammation in the body, you also have inflammation in the brain. Sugar also depletes the body of B vitamins, B for body. And the B vitamins are super critical to make neurotransmitters, serotonin and dopamine. So those are just two reasons I could go on and on about uh, why sugar is bad for your body and your brain. But most of all, it feeds the bad bacteria, which leads to inflammation of the body and inflammation of the brain. And it depletes the body of B vitamins, which are needed for neurotransmitters. So that's number one, sugary foods. So just try and reduce the amount of sugary and refined foods. Certainly stop drinking soda and certainly stop taking fruit juices. Have the whole piece of fruit. And if you have the whole piece of fruit, make sure you have some protein with it. Okay, number two, processed hydrogenated fats and trans fats. See, you know these are not good for you, but let's dig a little deeper and learn about what makes them unhealthy for the brain. So these processed fats or trans fats are found in most baked goods and cookies. We already talked about those. Cakes and, and these trans fats or polyunsaturated fats, these have been heated at very high temperatures and they've become oxidized. And that oxidation creates inflammation, which affects the brain. Now, you know that healthy fats are really good for the brain because the brain needs healthy fats, avocado and avocado oil and, and unrefined extra virgin olive oil. So healthy fats are really good, but hydrogenated fats are going to make the brain and nerve cells more stiff. So it's kind of a way to think about it. Because they've been overheated, these fats are going to make the membranes of the brain more rigid or stiff. And when you have these rigid membranes, it doesn't allow nutrients to flow through the membranes, which of course creates more inflammation. So you see inflammation is a key, plays a key role in all of these. So reduce the amount of polyunsaturated, processed, hydrogenated trans fats as much as possible. To zero if we can, and that's why margarine is now not as good as butter. Now, butter is dairy, and actually dairy is on our list. So let's go to number three, dairy foods. So I always feel bad about this because I really want to support dairy farmers, and I grew up on a dairy farm, and I understand how important that is. But when I grew up on a dairy farm, it was much more natural and the cows were fed grass that had not been sprayed with pesticides and they were never given hormones. I mean, it was a different world. And the truth is that no human is very good at breaking down dairy products. And dairy products can create a lot of inflammation in our gut, which creates inflammation in our brain. Now, for some people more than others, and it probably has a lot to do with genetics, and, and you know, if, if you have a sensitivity to dairy, your gut will tell you. And that is a good sign that you probably should not be taking dairy products into your body. And it's probably one of the ones that you really want to avoid as much as possible to protect your brain. So why they are not very good for humans is they create a lot of mucus, and when you create a lot of mucus, it affects the inflammatory pathways in the brain. And in fact, 
this actually can cross-react with gluten, which a lot of people don't know. So the gluten and the, the dairy can uh, counter each other. So just know, just be aware of how dairy is affecting you. So what have we said so far? Sugary foods, processed hydrogenated trans fats, dairy. The next one is gluten. And of course, it's not going to surprise you that gluten can create a lot of inflammation in the brain. And when you have a lot of gluten uh, that is being processed, especially GMO gluten, it can create leaky gut. And when you have leaky gut, you are not getting good absorption of nutrients. And you really want to try and re reduce the amount of gluten as much as possible. Gluten is a protein, and gluten is found in wheat. And gluten is also found in a lot of sauces and canned foods, pretty much everywhere. So if you want to reduce gluten, you've really got to look at the labels and use low gluten or no gluten versions of the foods. So that's gluten. And the final one, because I'm just going to do five today, is any foods that have a lot of preservatives or chemicals or dyes. Now this might seem strange to you, but I'm here to tell you that a lot of foods have preservatives and chemicals and dyes. And these have been shown to increase many mental health conditions, including autism. It drives me nuts that some of the icing on cupcakes, not that I'm a fan of cupcakes, of course, is red dye and blue dyes, and these are very neurotoxic. So you really want to reduce preservatives as much as possible. And along that line is MSG. Now, we don't use a lot of MSG now, but monosodium sodium glutamate creates uh, excite excitotoxic chemicals in the brain and it creates more glutamate that's actually very damaging to the brain and that's why some people who eat MSG get migraines and you probably if you are sensitive to MSG it doesn't take much for you to trigger that headache so MSG and preservatives and chemicals and dyes so as I said none of this is probably a surprise to you but by talking about it and focusing on it and reading your labels and making healthier choices such as good healthy protein wild caught organic protein and vegetables as nature intended this is what our brain and body need and we'd reduce the amount of inflammation in our body which reduces the amount of inflammation in our brain toxic leaky gut leaky brain and we're starting to realize this link between our gut health and our brain health. So I hope this episode has been helpful to you. You'll go away and make some changes because that's the goal of me presenting these. And until next time, this is Dr. Karen Wolf with Dr. Karen Wolf Health Talks. And I love being with you.